Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. I, I tried to really watch you guys on that one. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to be so in sync, but I think it made it worse. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. You got a lead. It's true. I follow your lead. Yeah, we follow you. I felt like I, I was still leaving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we tried. Yeah, What's hi, up? Guys. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a dog sitting right now, and I'm in a very fancy apartment, much fancier than anything I could ever possibly imagine to afford. Yeah, um, your so background is really incredible. I got, like, full views of the Manhattan skyline. Yeah, like, full from my bed window um, normally i would say no anything is possible i believe in you if you can dream it you can achieve it but no you will never afford i will never like afford this place i like, i don't think there's any will. job that i'm remotely interested in right enough that would get me the kind of money that would yeah. get me that apartment yeah like i just know I'm... it's not gonna happen for me I mean, I'm pretty content to, like, be the dog sitter and be in yes. the apartment. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so I'm trying to, like, kind of treat it like a little mini vacay, even totally. though I technically have more responsibilities here than I do at my <laughs> own place. <laughs> but I just love the vibe. Is, yeah, it's not nearly so luxurious. So The vibe, listeners, is, like, everything is white. There's, mm. like, a full-length mirror with a pothos climbing up it. There's three lava lamps going in the corner, and there's a gigantic tank for the snake. <laughs> yeah, that lives there. And Impeccable. I would, I would like to underscore how all of those things in tandem are really saying like money. <laughs> like, that's the, the, the aesthetic is money. money. Yeah, it's not like a DIY floor length no. mirror that like you no. kind of spruce up. No, I mean, and like guys, those expensive. are some deluxe lava lamps. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the bed right now, and I cannot convey to you how expensive these pillows are. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can tell that one of these pillows probably costs as much as like my entire bed costs, <laughs> and like they're honestly the softest things I've ever laid on. So. <laughs> Yeah, Sometimes money can buy happiness. Can buy some good <laughs> shit. Yep. I think that since the person whose apartment this is is moving away and you, like, aren't really friends and you probably won't see them, like, again in the foreseeable future, huh. you should steal some stuff. <gasps> steal some stuff? No. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Steal <laughs> one of those pillows. Steal one of these huge pillows? That would yeah. definitely be noticeable. It'd be hard to pull off. Yeah, that's why it's important that you're, like, not really friends and you're not going to see this person again. <laughs> okay, but if she ever comes back around, I want to be in good standing so that maybe, you know, she'll be like, oh, Melissa, you were, you took such good care of my dog. Don't you want to be my live-in dog sitter? I'll be like, yeah. So you were going to say live-in dog, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, that's next level. A place like that. You can't, you can't burn bridges. You can't, you can't burn it, bridges like this one. Yeah, it's too nice. Yeah. Nice. Respect. Olivia, what's up with you? Um, I bought cute shoes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do they fit? They do fit. Congrats. Thank God. I would normally never buy shoes online, um, but I tried these on in store, and they were half a size too big, it felt like, and they didn't have any other sizes. Okay, I'm going to make a bunch of crinkling noises. Right. <laughs> crinkle, crinkle. are cute i'm obsessed with them you're obsessed i feel like those would be so per like let's say you were in a high school theater production any show that they would put on you would have perfect character shoes but they're also just like cute shoes for your life yes they actually do remind me of dancing shoes because they are t-strap pumps and so it is genuinely the like dancing shape and they have like not a stiletto heel so they're like still cute but i don't feel like i'm gonna fall over so yeah um listeners they are like a light blue and kind of like a a gray color they're two-toned they're They're actually gray they're two-toned gray oh i couldn't tell the lighting is dark in here 
Um, well, What's I have a you? big update as well. <gasps> What's your big update? I'm like breaking out. No. <laughs> annoying. I am too, though. I am too. Uh, I can't tell, but I know that you can't tell mine either. I know, I can't I, tell yours either. Can't see it. When it's like your face and you like feel it. You when know. you feel that and like know at every moment. Through the, you can feel them like under the skin. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. hurt when they're under the skin. Yeah. yeah. I have one over here on my neck that's like huge and one over here on my neck that's like huge. So I feel like oh, I'm no. like bookended. Are you and sure they're not like your lymph nodes? No. Because <laughs> these aren't under the skin. These are physical. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know it's bad because whenever I have a pimple, I'll be like, oh, I have a pimple. And Scott will be like, I don't see anything. I'll be like, you fucking liar. I know you have eyes. But like, I was like, look at this pimple on my neck. And he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, is that hurt? And I was like, yeah. He like Aww. put a pimple patch on it for me because I like couldn't quite aim. But it's at a part on my neck where like there's also hair because of my oh, hair yeah. line. And so it, like I feel like it didn't do anything. Like I feel like it like couldn't get like, it, it couldn't get to... like on on yeah. the pimple because of the hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you just need to get some like cream. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I don't Aww. know if like my like CeraVe acne wash is even helping. I, I don't know. That's my update. That's what's up with me. Well, I hope that's short-lived for you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, struggle on. About, should we talk about Breaking Dawn? Yeah. <laughs> blah. Breaking blah. Breaking blah. <laughs> this book is so annoying. Is it no. my turn to recap? I feel it prepared, last actually. Week. I think it's me. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was me, but no. I think I. I think you were right before me. Let me flip back. Well, I feel prepared, so I'm yeah. Just if you do feel it. prepared, like that's like more than. Well, enough. now that I've said that, maybe I'll right. do a horrible job. All right, we're on chapter thirteen. Good thing I've got a strong stomach. <laughs> Bella drinks some blood out of a sippy cup. Um, she loves it. It's great. It's <laughs> she finally feels better. Everything's great. Jacob thinks it's nasty. Part of the old pack comes to talk to the new pack, and Jared is, like, trying to convince them to come back. And he's like, don't worry, we're not going to attack. We're just going to wait and see if Bella dies or not. And it's like, yeah, duh, that was the only (laughs) plan that makes any sense. So, okay. And Jake is like, no, we're not coming back. And he doesn't like being an alpha. And that's it. 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's all that happens. That's all that happens. It's true. I know. I got it. I'm trying to think if there was literally anything else. There's like some stuff about them being naked around each other and whatever. And I mean, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I can. There's some like character development with Jacob. Yeah, he like becomes slightly less shitty in regards to Leah, but like not a lot less. Not a lot. Right. But like, but like that's I don't true, think yeah. any of that really like. I just scrolled through this chapter and it's stuff. just as long as the other ones, but like truly not that much happened. I mean, the sippy cup blood is like kind of interesting. I mean, I wish it was more interesting because it is, as she says at the end of the previous chapter, her first vampiric act. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, she's oh, I guess the only other thing is that Bella's like freaked out by how well it goes like she sniffs it and she kind of recoils and they're all like you don't have to do this and she's like no it's no it's just that like it kind of smells good i know they kind of hinted at that being the case before like remember when she was pregnant for like six hours and (laughs) chicken and it started to smell worse and worse the longer it cooked that's true (laughs) there's no mention of her previous fainting yeah, no, which, like, what? Nothing. I, it, it was the biggest, like, plot point of book one. I know. <laughs> like, Jacob would definitely... Well, I think maybe Edward being a vampire Edward is, like, the biggest remember. plot point of book one. Okay, um, fine. Frank, still. Just <laughs> a little joke. But, like, Jacob would definitely know that about her. Like, yeah. it's just... 
It's and, like, a... Edward probably would be like, okay, but you hate blood. Like, right. what's going to happen? And wouldn't it be worse if you fainted on the table <laughs> while we're trying to keep you alive? I don't know. You just think they would, like, talk about it for a minute. I know. I know. But well... it's become a complete non-issue. I, I mean, I don't remember any of this book, so they might bring it up once Bella becomes a vampire. But at this point, she's already drank blood as a human. I know. Well, I guess maybe they're, maybe they're just like, well, you know, the super demon baby is just superseding all of, you know, Bella's own. Because it doesn't make that much sense that all of a sudden Bella likes the taste of blood. Like, she's still a human. Yeah, like, I mean, it's very much a cravings Yeah. Thing. I can kind of see it. Like, if it's something that your body really needs, sure. you'll like the taste. Like, there's even those I guess, people with that. that's not how you get more blood in your system. It's not well, by that's ingesting a whole separate it. Thing. That's a whole separate thing. <laughs> whole separate conversation. Yes. But, you know, there's, like, people who will eat non-edible things. And I think part of the hypothesis is that they're, like, deficient in some thing. Like, my strange nutrient. addiction when yes, they're like eating, like, addiction. drywall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like I mean, I guess it makes it's sense plausible for it to not really come up n- now. I guess if they're I don't like, think so. no, I think I it should have come up. It's not weird to you. me. <laughs> it's not weird to me that it tastes good to her. I think that's a perfectly useful plot point. Whatever, her body needs more blood. I guess so. She likes the blood, but it should be a plot point that that's changed. That that's changed from Bella in particular, not just Bella as a human. Right. Even if she, like, I don't think it would have to come from, like, Edward or Jacob or anyone. It could be her easily being like, like, I know I can do this because I will do anything for my little vampire demon baby. Uh, But, like, this is going to be really hard. I mean, it would Let's be, see if I, I don't faint. pass out. I wonder yeah. if I'll faint. I know, like, because especially she had commentary on it in the first book. She'd be like, ugh, smell of blood. It smells like pennies or whatever it was that she said. She said salt. Whatever. Right? Yeah. I don't know. No, she that's said not right. something. I thought it was pennies. Maybe it was pennies. pennies. Yeah, I bet you're right. That um, was such a good Twilight trivia question. What yeah, does Bella think that blood, blood smells like? like? Pennies. And so you know it, it's definitely something that she could remark upon here in fact it would be a cute little nod to book number one yeah what would be like the delicious counterpart to pennies, to pennies? <laughs> like what? what's like okay i see the penny connection but like that is food like <laughs> <laughs> i mean that maybe steak oh my god wait Maya, what you just did remind me of in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when Yukon Cornelius tastes the end of his pickaxe <laughs> when he's trying to look for silver and gold. <laughs> you just did it. It's not gross. talking about pennies. I know, yeah. Your pickaxe would taste like pennies. <laughs> I didn't anyway. know that that was gross. Scott and I do that all the time. Listeners, I did like a little, I don't know how to describe it. Oh, I like, think it's audible. It was audible. Oh, great. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, gross. We did it all the time. We watched a video one time of a guy who is a professional ice cream taster. And what mm. he does is he, like, puts it on his tongue. And then he, like, covers his entire tongue with the ice cream. And he goes, cover all 10,000 taste buds. <laughs> so now... All Fascinating. Yes, I can't believe that that is gross. I don't like it. Stop. <laughs> anyway, just, now I'm imagining like Bella doing that, like as she tastes her blood for the first time, just like. Mm. Yeah, she doesn't Covering even describe it or anything. Blood. I know we get absolutely no information about how it is besides the fact that she likes it. I bet that would be really interesting to compare what it tastes like to her, because like it's not food. Versus what it tastes like to a vampire to who it is food. And in fact, she becomes a vampire. So it would be interesting to be like, well, how does it taste versus, you know, a day ago when I was human? Yeah. Like, I doubt that she's like, ooh, yes, it's very floral the way that vampires do. She's just like, like, freesia. Mmm, tasty. Yeah. 
She does immediately get better. She improves. Yeah, like instantaneously. Which also, I don't think that's how, I don't know, you ingest something. Yeah. And (laughs) suddenly you have blood in your cheeks again. Like it literally, like she doesn't even swallow. It's just absorbed. Absorbed into her body. It's gross. (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, I, I feel like sometimes that's how I felt in like health class when they're talking about like all the bad food that you should avoid eating. Like, don't eat all these fried french fries because your body will just absorb it and you'll become a french fry it's like okay people were telling you that in a school environment okay that's not literally what they said but that's what it felt like they were saying when i was in middle school (laughs) listeners there are no bad foods you can eat anything whatever the fuck you want yeah it's fine it's fine you're gonna be fine except Maybe like not don't human, blood. human yeah don't not, do human blood please yeah. don't drink human blood bella wonders if her count has been affected her uh human count and edward's like nobody no. died for this it's fine and also it's just like not our concern at the moment right yeah mostly he's like we have more important things to think about oh, right right <laughs> Um, My favorite part of this section is Rosalie has just, like, really uh, lost the plot. She's really just gone (laughs) off the cliff edge, truly. Like, she's getting the cup for Bella's blood, and Edward goes, not clear, Rosalie, (laughs) which you would think would be, like, a very basic understanding. (laughs) Rosalie's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, she's just really written as okay. having zero concern about Bella herself. Okay, but has when was the last time that Rosalie drank anything out of a cup? I mean... Like, the 1920s. Why do they have cups? We how don't... do they own cups? <laughs> how, do they, how do they own both glasses and a sippy cup with a straw? For the appearance, you Why know? Why would I... they own a sippy cup with a straw? Because human homes I mean, it's fun. have, like, collected <laughs> random stuff, That's you know? True. Like, everybody has just, like, why do I, like, even have this? Like, where'd I get this? Like, I get that, but, okay, she hasn't, like, drank out of a cup recently. But <laughs> she still, like, knows, like, what gross things are. Like, she yeah. still has, I like, mean, the concept of being grossed out. What they're trying, what Stephanie is trying to convey here is that Rosalie isn't thinking two shits about what Bella is going to like or dislike. Yeah. <laughs> Which is such a shame, honestly. We've talked about it before. This was, like, a real opportunity for, you know, some cool relationship dynamics and we're just getting one note rosalie wants one thing and she'll do whatever she can to get it which like is boring it's boring it's, it's the baby if you yeah the baby's what if you, you forgot want. it's the baby. <laughs> that's all she cares about yeah and like it's very much so like you know she starts to get better and rosalie's like oh my god let's give her more let's give her more and edward is like okay, well, let's, like, chill out. We don't know how she's feeling about this. You know, maybe, and Carla's like, maybe we should give her some real food. And Rosalie's just, like... she's still a human. Because she's still a human. But, like, Rosalie is all, like, one-track right minded. Full of blood. Yeah. <laughs> like a tick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it is a bummer to read, honestly. Like, Especially from Jacob's point of view, because he's not calling her Rosalie at any Yeah, point. he always he's calling her, her Blondie. Blondie or so Psycho. So disrespectful. Like, what does he call her? I don't know. He calls her, like, Psycho or something. Does he? The crazy... Yeah. And then Carlisle and the Psycho in question were there. Oh, God. The Psycho. That's like, bad. God. Uh... That is derogatory and you know i just really wish that we could have written some of these characters with a bit more nuance to them you know it's not asking for much the headspace that i was in when i read this uh i honestly wasn't even that bothered i was just like there she goes (laughs) lol (laughs) like like it's uh, yeah because it's it's so familiar right And I guess it's, like, it is fun to have a contrast to, like, the Edward who's, like, no, we got to do everything carefully. Whereas Rosie's, like, 
who gives a fuck? All we care about is that the baby lives. So like, let's just pump her full of blood. And you're like, yep, that's the opposite end of that spectrum. <laughs> there um, she goes. There she goes. <laughs> and also, yet again, no Alice, no, no Emmett. No. I at least figured Emmett was going to be around. Nobody's even like in the room. No one's in the room. There's no Jasper. There's no Alice. There's no Esme. There's no. But Emmett. they say that they are. They he, say he they're says, all like, like, Yeah, like they're all there, but but like only Rosalie, Carlisle, and yeah. Eddie. And I'm like, you're telling me none of the others have any kind of reaction or input or anything. She nope. gave herself a really big cast with no outside concerns like none of none of the cullens have like other shit to do you know what i mean like nobody works except for carlisle i could at least have them i don't know none of them go places like they have human blood in bags and like i'm i can only imagine jasper has trouble with having yeah jacob even thinks about it he's like oh they're probably all like restraining themselves from attacking this cup and, and edward rolls his eyes edward just kind of rolls his eyes at, i was with edward it. on that one i was like <laughs> okay but two books ago jasper books almost ago, attacked bella, bella when she had a paper, paper cut. cut i know but stay with me now that paper cut was like fresh from the source blood you know it wasn't like been sitting around in a blood bag lukewarm. so you're I'm saying sure that that is less appealing. you're saying blood bag blood is like the astronaut food of blood yeah if but, you're a but vampire still, but it is human blood but still it's still sure. human blood sure but if you're okay jasper in that scenario where bella got a paper cut there was the element of surprise right yes that's like, true this is true like he didn't expect it it just happened he knows that this blood is in the house. He knows exactly what's going on. And it's astronaut food blood. If you're a vampire... He could at least remove himself. Sure. I just want but if he, some like, feels throwaway line of, like, oh, Jasper, like, I don't know, held his breath while... Sure. They were... While yeah. the city came out. Sure. I don't know if I can know. Sure. But, like, there's literally no mention of any of them at all besides as a group. I prefer for Jasper to be written out of these books entirely. Sure. Uh, okay. So. Yes. But like he hasn't been and yet there So where is he? So like where is he? <laughs> it's really surprising that Esme isn't like there more and more present. Right. You mean like a motherly since figure. Her, you mean since her one note personality yeah, is being passion. a mother? Yeah. 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 Her yeah, ability to love deeply. Like yeah. Why I isn't least... she there, like, braiding Bella's hair and, like, telling her, like, how strong she's being? Right. I definitely at least thought Emmett was going to be around because, like, you know, Rosalie and Edward are, like, the two main instigators or de-escalators or whatever you want to call them. And the only thing preventing, I feel like, Edward from just, like, be like, Rosalie, let's just take you out of the picture is the fact that she is, like, Emmett and apparently someone else on the family um and so like i don't know i feel like they need to be there in order to make this make sense i feel like the the like forced abortion issue is kind of in the past at this point like yeah we've just forgotten about it (laughs) well i don't even think that it's like we've forgotten about it i feel that it's like One, Carlisle is now saying I would never, like, take that choice away from someone, which is, like, that's not what you said before, but okay, right? Well, that was the choice to die over this. Fair, fair. Um, And two, it just seems like Edward has acknowledged that he's lost that fight. You know, like, even if Emmett weren't around to, like, protect Rosalie, if it did come to blows, Edward's like, look, I I lost that fight. I guess, but it was technically... It was just a day ago. I have lost track of the timeline here. It's been like a day. It's been a day. Because Jacob hasn't been sleeping. Yeah. So there's like no structure. Yeah. (laughs) It's like been a whole day. And and I I mean, it also doesn't help that literally everyone's opinions on everything are changing. You know, Sam went from 
we'll do no harm to everyone must die. Jake went from they're not even people to these are the people we need to protect. Yeah. And, you know, now, no, the abortion thing's off the table. We're just going to try to keep Bella safe. But, like, it's like it's been 24 hours. Yeah. I need some, like, some context for everyone having these 180s. Oh, yeah. And, like. Sam doesn't quite make another 180, but he's now again in a different place. We well, yeah, Jared says so. <gasps> um, and I mean, I it that makes more sense than to me than the 180 that he did in the first place. Yeah, you know, um, according to Jared, you know, he's talked to the elders. They right. decided to, you know, let Bella have the baby, assuming that both of them will probably die and or Bella will die in the process and then they'll deal with the baby um and they were also noting that you know once Bella's out of the picture they'll probably have their old Jake back you know the Jake who's anti-Cullens and you know it blames them for all bad things and he'll probably be at you know like the head of the fight um is what they're really counting on I found that a little strange, and I'm curious how you guys felt about it. Because Jacob himself is like, yeah, if Bella dies, which it looks like is going to happen, I probably will be really angry and hate the Cullens and be ready to, like, murder them again. And I didn't... Well, like, obviously it would be a really traumatizing, terrible thing. But it still seems odd to me that he's, like, prepared to make the same 180 again around to who cares about the Collins. I hate them. Yeah, it didn't track for me either. He didn't. I don't think he was like, that's how things are going to be. He was just like, oh, hold on. Let me go back to the section. I'm not going to find this very quickly. Um, But the vibe I got was like, yeah, I mean, they were probably hoping that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. When, if that thing killed Bella, it was going to be easy to forget how I felt about Carlisle's family right now. They would probably look like enemies, like no more than blood sucking leeches to me all over again. And it's like, well, nothing will have changed. You already know why they're making the decisions they're making. And you've agreed that they have no alternatives. And Bella dying will be really tragic and sad. And nothing will have changed. I really read that as more of like Jacob being slightly self-aware. And being like, oh, you know, it would make sense for how we know I am as a person to be like, oh, Cullen suck again. But he was like, I don't, but like the vibe is that he doesn't like that. He knows that that's wrong. Um, But then he says, so Seth says, I'll remind you. I know you will, kid. Question is whether I'll listen to you. So it's like, I know that that's going to be wrong, but that knowledge isn't enough necessarily to keep me from acting on those feelings that's what he thinks i agree with with olivia's initial reading that like it just like didn't really track to me why he felt this way i understand like being upset but like once you see them as people bella dying from this i would understand going after edward but like what does like like alice have to do with it like she's not yeah, here she's not even been like, around <laughs> yeah like why why would you want to kill all of them i don't know as opposed to like just edward i mean it, this felt like a very hypothetical like you know this is what the pack was really is really hoping for like it's projected of like the sam's pack they're like yeah. you know that it would just be a benefit of that and jake's like yeah that does sound like me <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I probably would. It kind of yeah. does sound like him. <laughs> so I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily think of it. He's like, yeah, as soon as Bella dies, they're all going to die. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, that, that'll that probably be hard for me. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would be hard for you, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk more about this conversation because. So what has happened is Sam has sent like a contingent 
of werewolves led by Jared, but he's got like Colin and Quill and Paul behind him. And notably, Embry is not there. Right. Yeah. So Jake immediately is like, it's like so random that he would send Colin. Right. Well, yeah, who the fuck is Colin? Yeah, (laughs) what's the point of this kid? Whatever. (laughs) Um, And Jared is very much playing peacemaker. He's like, we love you. We want you to come home where you belong. But it's also extremely guilt. Yeah, like you can... You can tell that, like, I don't know, he's saying all these things because they're, like, worried about, I don't know, this separate pack being out there and, like, what, you know, not knowing what they're going to do. Like, it it really felt like he's like, you know, this isn't how it's supposed to be. A split in two? Just come back. Sam will take you back. We're brothers. We're brothers. It's Um, very transparent. Right. And uh, and even Jake at the end, he says, um, he's like, you know, we're still family he's like i'm not trying to like fight you guys like yeah if you come over here and just try to like kill cullen we'll try to stop you but he's like i'm not like your enemy necessarily um but yeah but until we do like just stay away like that's it yeah they are acting like by jacob leah and seth forming this separate pack that they have like Left forever. Yes. Yes. It's such a weird vibe. Billy and Sue are like upset. I'm like, literally, they've walked across town. Like, nothing has happened. Like, they've left the pack, and like, that doesn't, like, it's weird, and everyone's upset that they can't hear each other. Right. And like, they don't really know what this means for the future, but truly, like, the guilt trip of like, Sue is worried about you, and you guys need to come home. And Jacob himself is like, right after your dad died. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jacob is like, it's been like four hours, and she's literally with people. Like, their (laughs) mom is fine. (laughs) And they're like, Jacob, like, what are you gonna do? Like, we can tell you're already out of clothes. And it's like, <laughs> do they think that there People are have no shorts. more clothes no in more the clothes world the outside world. of La Poche? <laughs> or they're like, what is Leah gonna eat? Like, she doesn't like to eat as a werewolf. It's like, then presumably she'll, she'll phase back into a human. human. And she'll and have a meal. <laughs> they re- it really is so dramatic. And it's like, they're just like still in town. Like they're Jacob does. He's like, this is unnecessarily dramatic. (laughs) But then he goes, "Tell my dad I'm sorry and I love him." And it's like, sorry for what? Call, (laughs) ask a Colin if you can borrow a phone. They do call. They do agree not to go on each other's quote unquote land, which basically just means that Jake and Leah and Seth can't go back to La Push because they don't have any land. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was all very dramatic. And also there's, like, <laughs> there's a part where Jared was trying to convey to Leah, like, Sam was like, Leah, come back. You know, like, Jared was like, he wanted me to beg. And I'm like, can't you all see that this is situation as it is now is way better for Sam and Leah? <laughs> yeah. Like, infinitely better. So frustrating to read. Yeah. Because... Nobody was, like, verbalizing the obvious thing. So when, okay, so when Jared first shows up and he's like, all right, everybody has calmed down back home. We've talked to the elders and decided not to take any immediate action. Leah thinks to the other werewolves in her pack, translation, they've already lost the element of surprise. But Jacob, who is in human form, doesn't say, so you guys have have realized that you can't surprise them anymore huh like that's not verbalized when sam is like telling jared to tell leah lily i love you i want you to come home like leah growls at him but like at no point is jacob like hey that's a really messed up thing for sam to say you like we all know yeah, that I mean, he has been thinking about not wants. wanting her around. For I know. Years. Like, where, where is so her that's fucking how, ethic? That's why this reads so false. It's because you're like, they're like, it, it feels more like someone trying to hold together some like crumbling power. 
than it does like any concern for her feelings. Yeah, like I I can get behind Jared saying these things because mm-hmm. like it is false. It's like true to the character for him to be faking it right now. Right. But I don't understand why Jacob speaking for his pack doesn't like call it out. It's just like really unsatisfying that he's just mm-hmm. like Leah can do what she wants instead of like that's I mean, gross he does of you. Say that. No, that's what he says. He's like Leah can do what she wants, but he doesn't say like that's gross of you to say. <laughs> like we know that you're lying. It is very, like, gaslighty when Sam just sort of acts like Leah's not around and he doesn't want her there when she actually is there. Right, exactly. It's, like, really rich for him to be like, come back where you belong, where nobody likes you and everyone is mean to you all the time. Right. And, I mean, Jacob also does have, like, a little moment. Um, I think it was before this conversation started happening where he was like, yeah, we were so mad at leah for how she like reacted to this like horrible thing happening to her and jacob is like comparing it to how he's reacting to this horrible thing happening to bella and he's like wow yeah i really can't help how i'm reacting to this (laughs) uh maybe i shouldn't hold that against her (laughs) he's like wouldn't i also do anything to feel like a shred better right like hmm and he's like obviously we were all sympathetic to leah and it's like okay but are you no you never acted like you are ever once so i don't know if that's actually that clear yeah god (laughs) but yeah so this conversation was Honestly, I thought it was kind of stupid. Um, doesn't really get us anywhere. It doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I guess you kind of get to know where the other pack is. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like we could have guessed this. Okay, I see I see a value in it in that you. this is the first moment that Jacob's pack is kind of gelling. Mm-hmm. Like, true. That's true. Yeah. She talks about how it's amazing how there's already this, like, us versus them kind of mentality yeah. and how, like, cohesive they feel in thought. And I did, like, when Jacob phases back into a wolf after they leave, he's like, did I do okay, guys? He's like, yeah. I didn't, like, yeah. speak too much for you. Did I say the right things? And You're I'm like, like oh. good job, boss. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you spoke for us perfectly. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. cute. That's kind of interesting to, like, see Jacob not really be comfortable in that role, but, right. like, kind of is thrust into it. And, and true. And out. and being, like, the, like, delegating and, uh, yeah. you know, meeting with other people is, like, all part of the leadership role. And he's, like, having to do that even though he doesn't want it. And, like, you even see it, like, uh, he kind of describes it. He's like, oh, I know my place is supposed to be in front of them, you know, to protect them from whatever's coming. Like, I'm the alpha. And Leah's like, oh, look at you and your little, like, fatherly instincts. (laughs) (laughs) And it's cute. What I really liked about the end of this conversation was uh, Seth's emotional intelligence and how Mm -hmm. it continues to far surpass Jacob. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So as you recall, Jacob was like, where is Embry? This is weird. And Seth immediately was like, well, obviously we know why Embry wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, obviously, um, but why? But explain it to me so I know that you're right. Well, it's yeah. after Jacob has a cute moment with Quill, um, who like kind of like whines and comes up to him and like puts his forehead on Jake and is all sad. And that's my friend. Yeah, he's like in wolf speak, being like. What? This I miss is weird, you. But I miss you, buddy. Okay, bye. <laughs> but uh, Seth very astutely is like, you know, he's not gonna. Sam wasn't gonna send Embry because Embry isn't a real. There's a real chance that he'll defect to your pack because, unlike Quill, who's very good friends with uh, Jake, he has his uh, imprint girl. <laughs> whatever her name was. Quill does yeah, yeah I don't remember Claire what has Claire, Claire yeah in Quill has Claire so he and can't so he's not go- right he's not going anywhere you know he can't leave her alone for two weeks 
yeah, yeah. impossible. Um, and it also, once again, it's not like going to this other pack is starting a war with the other yeah. pack. You're just, it, whatever, whatever. But uh, Embry doesn't have, you know, a person to, like, stay with the other pack. And so apparently Sam's like, yeah, if we sent Embry, he'd be like, wait, you guys look like you're having fun. Uh, <laughs> count me in. So it kind of sounds like, you know, they put Embry on, like, pseudo house arrest for now. But, I mean... It- Jake made, like, an amazing strategic choice by defecting because it's like, yeah, if Embry isn't forced, Embry's not going to fight Jake. That's his best friend. Right. Right. Like, if Quill isn't forced, he's not going to do it. Oh, and then um, Jared conveys that Sam has apologized for trying to make Jacob murder the Cullens against his will but that's yeah, like, like too little too late convenient. okay <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> it's like where is the I'm sorry that I did that and so here's like how I'm gonna make it better you know like Sam they're just like well let's wait and see what happens with the Cullens instead of like what I did was so wrong. I never should have taken your free will away. What do you think is the best way to move forward here? Like, what's your read on what's going on with the Collins? Is Bella okay right now? I know you care a lot about her. How is she? Like, it's just like obvious politicking. Right. If he were on Survivor right now, vote <laughs> him out so fast, they'd be like, his social game? Weak. <laughs> oh i wanted to talk about this part um remember that time when maya was like what does phasing feel like i don't understand and we never oh, yeah. get to hear about it here's a random throwaway right. line as soon as he was gone i pulled the warmth from the center of my body and let it surge through my limbs in a flash of heat i was on four legs again that's interesting. That's yep. interesting. Yep. And there was another, he talks about phasing into a human from a wolf. How, and he's like, I stood on my hind legs so that when I became, so that when I was human, I was already standing. I I was like, ooh, you're good at this. I know. And I was like, okay, but that's cool because, you know, we've gotten absolutely no descriptions of what phasing looks like. And yeah, so, it's always just like they exploded. Yeah. Like, he says, okay. yeah, he says, I lifted myself myself up on my hind legs, catching the moment just right so that I was fully upright as I shimmered down into my human self. Good use of shimmer. Shimmered. I know. It's like, it's evocative. Intriguing. I was too distracted by the lines after that. Which are, oh, Jared said, hey, Jake. Oh. Hey, Jared. <laughs> They've been standing in front of no. each other for, like, a minute. Oh, it Jared's like been like, talking to him. It, it sounds like he's like, oh. Oh, it's you, Jake. Like, oh, yeah. Jake. <laughs> you were already talking. Yeah, it's awkward. Weird. And also the parts right above it where they're talking about getting phasing naked in front of Leah. Yeah. And the line is, and it wasn't like she wasn't worth looking at. It was just that it was so not worth it when she caught you thinking about it later. <laughs> like, yeah, you sickos. <laughs> you suck. That I understood because it was like, I wouldn't like be trying to think about it, but the fact that I know I'm not supposed to think about it would make me, like the fact that I it, know that they can hear me thinking about it is going to make me think about yes. it. And it's like not, I, I think he probably means it in a like particularly sexual way, but also he might not like, if you saw one of your friends naked, you would just kind of, like, think about it. Yeah. You would just, just think about Except it. Except that's apparently not an issue for the rest thought. of the boys. No, of course not. So. Like, if you can't help thinking about and then, her naked, you probably also can't help thinking about other pack members. Jake naked. has this whole conversation naked. By yeah, the way. he has the whole conversation He, he is so concerned. Yes. 
because he's so concerned when he hears Seth and Leah howling that he accidentally rips his last pair of shorts to shreds. So he does, once he turns back into a human, just have this conversation fully naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which, like, is fun, I think. <laughs> fun detail. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, we really close out the chapter with, like, a cute little Leah-Jake moment, you know, like, they're becoming friends. True. Um, and they're, like, making fun of Seth. Uh, what are they making fun of him for? Oh, they're saying, well, they're saying oh. that mom dropped Seth as a baby because, uh, well, it's, they're like, oh, it's, it's because, so gross that yes. Bella liked the blood. And Seth was like, Seth I mean, I like, kind of understand why yeah. she would under the circumstances. They are vampires. Right. <laughs> and, and, then like, wow. and then they're like, oh, there must be mom dropped them on the head. Like, okay, all right. So the the jokes itself are stupid, but it's it's cute that they're having them. It is yeah, nice. Yeah, the context for them to have. is nice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the end. That's that's honestly it. That's yeah. honestly it. Um best sentence, worst sentence. I've been looking. I feel like I don't have either. I know. <laughs> I have I have a worst. Too too mid. Too mid. I have a worst that is a perfect coordination to my worst sentence last week, which, if you don't remember, was Jacob saying bibbity boppity boo. (laughs) Here's what happens this week. Yeah. At first, it's cute. Um, Edward is like laughing at Jacob internally because he's listening to Jacob's thoughts. Um, And Belle's like, is something funny? And she said, and Edward is like, oh, just Jacob. She looked over with another weary smile for me. Jake's a crack up, she agreed. <laughs> Great, now I was the court jester. Bada bing, I mumbled in a <laughs> weak rim shot impression. <laughs> so his reply to like somebody calling him a certain kind of way in both of these chapters is to make a bad, dated, like, <laughs> What is that called? Sound effect. I love it. And they like italicized bing, but not bada. So they're like, bada bing. (laughs) I hate it so much. I found it. Um, Okay. So Bella's like, oh, what, what were you saying, Edward? And Edward's like, oh, nothing. I was like talking to myself. Don't worry about it. Uh, he lied smoothly. <laughs> if he succeeded with this, if Bella lived, Edward wasn't going to be able to get away with so much when her senses were as sharp as his. He'd have to work on the honesty thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that was funny. Yeah, that is know. funny. He does lie to her all the time. All the like, time. <laughs> about tiny, stupid stuff. Like, like stuff he really doesn't need to. But... Yeah, just like, oh, nothing. <laughs> Alice so-and-so was being funny, that's all. Like, <laughs> just tell her what happened yeah i mean i did like uh when they're talking about how she needs to eat some like regular food food because she's also human um carla was like does anything sound particularly good to you bella and bella's like eggs (laughs) immediately eggs i like eggs immediately (laughs) i'm like oh oh, isn't that like cute little yeah remember when you ate a dozen eggs like every meal (laughs) Um, listeners, if you are either too old or too young to have watched the Amanda show on Nickelodeon, <laughs> take me to YouTube and look up the girls' room sketch when- Girls' room! There is this girl, there, okay, so it's like a girl, group of girls in the girls' room, and they, like, each introduce themselves, and then one of them, her introduction is always like, I like eggs. I like eggs. Oh my god, so I good. forgot about that girl! Yeah. Wow, that just flooded back to me. She likes eggs. She likes eggs. Oh my god. Okay, here's my best sentence. Um, Bella has taken one sip and flinched. Edward is like, we can we can do this a different way. Rosalie is like, just plug your nose. (laughs) No, that's not it. It's just that it. Bella sucked in a deep breath. It smells good. She admitted in a tiny voice. Um, I don't know what it is about this line. I just feel like it's very effective. I like getting across how Bella is feeling about it and that 
Like, she looks disgusted, but she's sort of disgusted at herself because it doesn't disgust her. And it is like a good reaction to her first sip of human blood. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, have my worst. It's just, sentence that doesn't really make sense to me. Um, and they're talking about, or Jacob is talking to Jared still. And, you know, he brings up embryos, like, is embryo okay? Um, and Jacob's watching Quill. And he says, I saw knowledge flash in his eyes, but it didn't look like the kind I was expecting. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Okay, I'm excited to read my worst now because it really goes with that. Yes! Uh, So Jacob and Jared are talking and Jared is like, why would like Leah even be here? And Leah looks at Seth and then looks at Jake. Jared says, so you want to watch out for Seth? I get that, Jared said. His eyes touched my face and then went back to hers. A lot of eye motion to <laughs> When you say his eyes touched my face, I imagine his eyes like going out like a cartoon and like rubbing all over him. And it is like, like he it's, looked it's, at po- me. Yeah, it's pointed out said. as very speci- very particular that she looked at Jacob and it's like, well, yeah, like she came yeah. to your tribe. So she's just like, yeah, I came here. I don't know. I don't know what that was supposed to be either. It was weird. It's weird writing. That's what we got. Yep. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got. Um, listeners, email us with questions, comments. How you would drink human. <laughs> so that. Your preferred vessel from which to drink human blood. <laughs> at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Shout out to all of our patrons. Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Limi, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, Olivia, Sabine, Hannah, and Fideo Linguini. You can follow us at Twilight underscore Faze on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Faze Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing in the Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Maya Marlette. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Murray. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it...